0: Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Right here, right there.
1: Like sands through the black water, so are the days of our Milton. And now another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater.
2: And now we come to uh, really is our last business item. Then we'll have public input. Is the ward four city council candidate interviews? We had two applicants.
0: What attracted you to this position?
2: Well, I've always been an advocate
3: for the people and trying to help others. And I just believe it would be a good community service that I could provide.
1: So you have two candidates, right? You have two candidates who want to be the uh, replacement for uh, Jason Vance, who is uh, City Council Ward 4. Uh, moving out of the city, and, uh, you know, as I have mentioned before, uh, why he had to move, I'm not too clear, but moving out does disqualify him from being on the city council, um, as some people might (laughs) notice. The city council is so unpleasant to be on that people will literally move out of the city to be disqualified from being on it. And uh, you have two candidates, Kathy Ellis, who seems like a sweetheart, works at the tax appraiser's office, and uh, Shari Sebastio, who, um, you know, has been city council member twice before, and uh, she's been appointed twice. She's run for election twice and not won either time.
2: I am fueled by a strong desire to help our community and make a positive impact. During my experience serving on the city council, I cherished assisting individuals in finding solutions for their issues.
1: So she's at all the events, she does all these videos on Facebook, she's well known to the community, um, and two candidates, either of whom would be very good. So they go through this whole process of just asking questions, you know, Matt Jarrett asks uh, Kathy Ellis, you know, what's your position on the wastewater treatment plant? She doesn't have an answer, which is kind of weird for somebody who wants to be on city council, but... You know, maybe she's just not into all of these issues yet and hasn't followed them all that closely. Um, you know, Sheriff Sebastio says I'd prefer to have it off the waterfront, but you know, it's where it's going to be, um, and we need to move forward with it. And you know, other things, they just, t- you know, and they were just talking. I mean, it was a very genial meeting until you got to what I can sort of universally describe as the most dre- <laughs> the most <laughs> dreaded two words that you wind up hearing. In the English language, if you are on the Milton City Council, Mayor Heather Lindsay.
2: Councilman Cusack.
1: <laughs> Councilman Cusack. What you got to say, son? Well, here goes, okay?
4: Uh, Ms. Sebastian, you, uh, you've run for this seat twice, is that correct? That's correct. And the results of both elections, you've lost, is that correct? 800, then 94.
2: And hopefully, when the next one comes around, it'll be...
4: Okay. So my point is the, the city, the people of Milton have kind of spoke about what they, if they felt that you should be in this position, they would have voted for you. That's just my opinion.
1: So, yeah, that's just your opinion. But somebody who has actually had the guts to run twice and lost by... Eight hundred and then lost by what ninety three I think ninety four something the second time around might win the next time you never know won her own precinct which she thinks is important and you know but she did lose two times but she's been appointed twice she clearly knows how to do the job and uh, you know the margin is thinning but that wasn't enough it wasn't enough to just say that because he also wanted to give non evidence for an allegation
4: another opinion when you were when you were appointed a council. Did you think it was okay to argue and criticize the public like you did a few times? Do you think that was, was right, the right thing to do as a council person?
2: You Just out of fairness, Councilman Cusack, could you identify something more specific so she can remember what you're referring to?
4: Well, I can't. Uh... <laughs> i can't, re- I, I, don't, can't I don't remember me. either so.
2: Let, let's have order i mean it's it's really you, you know what i'm saying is to, i to i remember i other. don't
4: have a specific answer but like I'll, I'll have it by tuesday
2: okay well i figured
4: well that gives <laughs> you a week
2: members everyone can be quiet excuse
4: me One person mr snow is speaking
2: at a time mr cusack do you have any other question for miss sebastio
4: no i just i just the okay. people have spoken and that's who we work for, Council. We work for the people of Milton.
1: The people have spoken. I mean, I haven't spoken with an actual example of what I'm talking about. By the way, somebody else got up later. Uh, I did not catch this person's uh, particular name, but said that it, it must have been pretty bad, whatever he thinks he's got on video of Shari Sebastio saying.
0: I just think she's a super individual.
4: Talking about Kathy I think Ellis she's here. well deserving of this position. As for the comment that Mr. Kuzak made, I can send you guys the video if you really want to see it. Because it <laughs>
1: And then people are laughing, as I was.
2: Why is there laughter over that?
1: Because <laughs> you don't expect somebody to just throw down a profanity in the middle of a meeting out of nowhere. Um, you, there's more. Trust me. Hang on just a second. Let's get Jake in here with Traffic on the Fives.
5: Okay. Uh, Blue Angel Parkway at NAS Westgate is backed up to Gulf Beach Highway. Also, 87 south from uh, exit 31 when you get off the interstate there going towards hickory hammock road it's down to one lane due to some road work there Uh, mobile highway in front of beulah elementary slow going with the uh, school zone in effect uh, also getting through Gulf Breeze proper, a little slow in both directions at Gulf Breeze High. Go Dolphins. If you're on Gulf Breeze Parkway eastbound headed to Navarre, some slowdown getting past Panhandle Trail. Other than that, if you're headed out of Milton into Pace on Highway 90, you're looking good, and Highway 29 south through Cantonment is flowing. If you see anything out there to report this morning, call or text 437-1620. You're listening to News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
1: Back to the Milton City Council meeting. I love you, Go Dolphins, by the way. Uh, back to the Milton City Council meeting. Pam Mitchell, one of the founding members of the Pitchfork podcast reiterating the same talking points
3: we deserve a fresh start we've got mr collins we're working towards that let's give the public something to be proud of okay? please thank you
4: pam i got a question if you don't mind uh, you weren't elected but, and you grew up here your whole life mm-hmm. should we take into account what you bring to us constantly you know is would a hope so, policy, or should we dismiss it because they did not vote you in and you didn't lose by much
2: 4 votes. So is this is Four, this are you laughing are you laughing mr commissioner i mean let's no, let's be more professional just a logic. Than this is let's a be log... more professional jeff
4: what if i said anything rude i'm just it's a logic it's what haven't...
2: I'm you well, haven't said it, it in is a not, rude manner. It is not, it's a so rude... Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. not in a rude manner, really, Pam. I'm going to interrupt you. Wants, you. you don't care, Mayor? I interrupted Mike, and I'm interrupting you, yeah. because inter- yeah. interrogating the person at the podium is question, not one of our mayor. rules. You asked the question as if you And you just you don't didn't... like it. I know, I, I know where you're going Sorry with for the
4: asking question. you a question,
2: Pam. No, that's fine, but could I close with a remark?
4: Whatever the mayor lets <laughs> you do.
3: Mr. Snow... This is exactly what we're trying to overcome, this attitude. Please vote someone new in this office, and let's move forward.
1: So she made a deal about Shari not winning her election twice. Of course, then Jeff brings up the fact that a lifelong resident of the area, Pam Mitchell, when she ran for office, did not win elections. So should we listen to you when you're at the podium following that same logic all the way through? I don't know, but um, <laughs> and you heard all the back and forth. Oh, such a healthy discussion. Okay, I don't get to say this very often. Commissioner James Calkins was at this meeting. That's the Commissioner You Laughing comment that Heather Lindsay made. And Commissioner Calkins, I don't get to say this very often. I agree with him.
6: Good evening, y'all. Uh, I'm James Calkins, and I came up here, first of all, I want to, Thank you all for your service. And uh, and I also wanted to bring up, uh, I thought it was absolutely disgusting and s- despicable that Mr. Cusack was attacking one of the candidates. I'm going to stop were, you right that there, we we were sitting I, there.
2: I have to stop you right there. I think that's wrong. Cause...
6: That's a city official. And uh, can you please? She's a member of the public. She shouldn't yeah. be attacked. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, on well, another note, on another note. If
2: you'll let me I'm, tell I'm you something on. about our rules of order, sir. I ask that when people present their view, that they do so in a way that's not uh, using emotional words or name calling or that sort of thing. And to call Mr. Cusack's behavior despicable is a little strong. I hear you, you object to his questioning of Ms. Sebastian. It was a
6: positive that. event, and then he started in on an applicant. And that, that's why people don't like to take these positions, because they're, being, they're afraid they're gonna be attacked by sitting council members. She is a member of the public. And and the way she was treated was horrible. So I will stand by that.
1: So the mayor doesn't like the emotional words, (laughs) apparently. I I will tell you, he's right, okay? They shouldn't be attacking her. I will also say this. The comment about this is why people don't take positions is true. He is the anti-poster child for that comment, though, because you remember he's the one who ferociously criticized The Democrat for the Marine Advisory Committee that, you know, how dare anybody put up a Democrat? And he has repeatedly attacked staff or just members who represent things that he doesn't agree with. So, you know, physician, heal thyself, right? Commissioner, you know, follow your own principle. You're saying the right things. Do them now. So this all kind of came back at the end, and uh, Heather Lindsay was trying to explain why it's okay. You know, we don't want to back and forth with the audience and what her rules are.
2: When Miss Sebastio and Miss Ellis were at the podium, it was appropriate for there to be questions. I want the questions to be respectful and kind and specific if there's a criticism. That's why I asked Mike to be more specific, because he was offering a criticism of Miss Sebastio. When Ms. Mitchell is up there offering feedback as a member of the public, I do not agree with any member of the council acting as if there's a judgment to be made about the value of her feedback by questioning whether or not it's relevant that she was elected. That's why I disagreed with your comment, Mr. Snow. Ma'am, you're recognized.
1: But you're the worst offender, Mayor.
2: It doesn't matter whether you think (laughs) I'm an offender or not. She's the only one who's recognized. Yeah,
1: when Cusack's making this allegation, she's amplifying it and helping him do it. When, you know, Jeff Snow is criticizing Pam Mitchell, she's shutting him down. When uh, somebody else, I mean, just, yes, <laughs> that's it's no even-handedness whatsoever. Now, I will say this. You know, I, I mentioned that for a while, um, the mayor, Heather Lindsay, was reading this kind of, like, incantation at the beginning of the meeting in which she would repeatedly, uh, you know, talk about, you know, don't be abusive in your language and all of this kind of stuff. And she seems to think that if only she had read that incantation, everything would have been fine.
2: I I do think um, Commissioner Calkins made a point about why people don't want to serve, and that's one of the reasons why I've had a statement that I've made, which I didn't make it tonight. Maybe it would have been better if I had, where I listed all the reasons, uh, or not reasons, but all the different things that, in detail, I believe, help us keep order in a professional meeting. Um, I didn't do that tonight. Maybe I should have, but I don't know if it would have been different.
1: If only I had read my magic prepared formula, none of this would have ever happened. <laughs> just, It's like uh, Forrest Gum, you've got magic words. Um, So I don't know. It's just the rest of the meeting was fine. The rest of the meeting was good and sensible, and Scott Collins is doing a bunch of good stuff, and I'll cover that maybe tomorrow or whatever. Um, but, you know, for today, the threat to end the... Uh, <laughs> Milton City Council melodrama theater is so far proving to be a little bit more challenging than he ex- expected I think. So There you go. That's your um that's your guilty pleasure for the day. Jake um befuddling entertaining oh. captivating infuriating all of the above.
5: All that, all that, man.
1: <laughs> it gives me all my all those feelings. It gives me all those feelings. 723 on News Radio 923. And by the way, I just in case I be accused of not saying it, I really hope Scott gets his wish. I really hope It becomes civil, orderly, productive, and I hope we have to cancel the series. But we have three more years of Mike Cusack and Heather Lindsay and uh, several others who were elected this last time around. So I wouldn't bet heavily on the series ending anytime soon. I'm Andrew McKay.
0: The Volkswagen sign Then drive event wraps up the year at Pete Moore Imports. And that means with zero down payment, zero due at signing, zero security deposit, and zero first month payment, you can lease the 2024 Volkswagen Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos at Pete Moore Imports today. It's never been easier to bring a shiny new Volkswagen home for the holidays. All you have to do is just sign your name. There's no down payment, no security deposit, nothing to do with signing, and no first-month payment. How much easier could it be? Just sign your name, and you'll be driving a 2024 Atlas, Atlas Cross Sport, Tiguan, or Taos home today. And as the new year comes to close, Pete Imports wishes everyone a very Merry Christmas and a happy holiday season. Pete Imports is not in Car City, so you won't pay Car City prices. Feed More Imports is at 106 New Warrington Road, Pensacola. For highly qualified customers through Volkswagen Credit, zero first-month payment up to $900. Offer ends January 2nd, 2024. See dealer for details. Here's today's Strength for Life
6: with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Did you know that the displaying of the Ten Commandments in our public schools was outlawed in large part because of a 1980 Supreme Court decision known as Stone versus Graham? And because of this extraction, most Americans are not familiar with the specific content of the Ten Commandments. I encourage you to read Exodus chapter 20. These commandments serve as a divine blueprint for a civilized society. Exodus chapter 20, verse number 1, God makes it very clear that these commandments came from him and not from Moses or from any man. And the only man, who ever Walked the earth, who kept the commandments flawlessly, was Jesus of Nazareth, the God man himself. As we endeavor to be submissive to these commandments, we must rely completely on Christ's power to overcome sin and temptation. I urge you, walk with Jesus today. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as
0: the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Gulf Coast businesses are estimated to lose over $100,000 to email scams. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. It's the season of giving, but criminals know you are more likely to click a malicious link if it looks like a good deal. Be wary of all marketing emails, and your bank account will thank you. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Google Data
5: Revolution Pensacola for more information.
0: This is Jim Grimes from Southern Media, wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
3: May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Jessica with Pensacola's Kia Autosport, wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
4: From all of us at Duncan McCall Advertising, we want to wish you a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year.
2: May your Christmas be filled with joy, love, and laughter. This is Sheila Nichols from Pensacola State College, wishing you a Merry
6: Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Pensacola, right now. On at four. Right after Guy Benson on News Radio ninety Informative, local, dependable.
6: Drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine? A crummy commercial.
1: Two weeks, baby. Two weeks. 727 here on News Radio 92 3. I'm Andrew McKay. Happy Monday. Cold today. Uh, Jake's got our traffic for us. Jake.
5: All right. There's that Christmas music. Get ready, oh, everybody. Yeah. Um, Blue Angel Parkway has been backed up a little bit this morning at uh, NES at the West Gate, um, backed up to uh, Gulf Beach Highway. Uh, 87 South from the exit uh, all the way down to Hickory Hammock Road um is down to one lane due to some road work they're doing redoing the asphalt in that area mobile highway in front of beulah elementary school is slow going with the school zone in effect there Getting through Gulf Breeze proper, a little slow in both directions with at uh, Gulf Breeze High. Uh, if you're on Gulf Breeze Parkway eastbound, headed to Navarre, some slowdown getting past Panhandle Trail. Uh, and if you're headed out of Milton into Pace on Highway 90, your ride is clear. Let us know if you see anything out there this morning. Call or text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
1: Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, we've got David Wayne in the newsroom with our headlines. David?
5: Former President
7: Trump has changed his mind on testifying this morning in his civil fraud trial in New York. Trump says he has testified. Testified to everything and has nothing more to say. He made that post on, on uh, Truth Social. The president of the University of Pennsylvania stepping down after a congressional hearing about anti Semitism on college campuses. The House has been investigating Harvard, MIT, and, U- and uh, UPenn after their presidents failed to explicitly say calling for the genocide of Jews violates their code of conduct. And uh, UPenn president Liz McGill announced that she'd be resigning immediately. And uh, the Atmore community, Andrew, came together over the weekend after a man described by some as a real-life Grinch allegedly busted out a bunch of windows that were part of a downtown Christmas light display.
4: Staring down from his cave with a sour, grinchy frown at the warm, lighted windows below in their town.
7: And multiple windows were busted out uh, in windows and doors, and Atmore had to be boarded up The incident uh, even canceled a showing of the Grinch in downtown Atmore over the weekend uh, because of concerns of the glass shards everywhere. But community members did come together. They boarded up the windows and covered them in festive Christmas wrapping paper. Of course they Uh, did. Main Street Atmore now uh, is offering to help businesses that were affected with repair costs.
1: That's fantastic. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. If you've got a business, you've got employees, you got benefit plans, health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, managing HR, managing payroll. If you love what's happening right now in that sector of your business great do nothing if you'd like to find out if maybe there's a better way to do it or you know there's got to be a better way to do it this is why you call Torgerson Causey they'll come take a look and show you what they showed us six or seven years ago that there is a better way 433-9996 or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com
0: News. I'm CJ Papa. Former President Trump declines to testify at his $250 million civil fraud trial. He was expected in the witness box today. The trial resumes tomorrow. Fundraising and money for firefighters on the plate for President Biden today in Philadelphia. Three companies decommissioned during the Great Recession are... Coming back, thanks to $22.4 million to pay for 72 firefighters for three years. Three more Israeli soldiers dying in the war with Hamas. The total rising to 104 in central Israel, hit with a missile strike. One person reportedly slightly injured. And will there be a white Christmas?
2: Historically, where we could see the potential for snow on Christmas Day. And of course, if you live across the Rockies, the Northern Plains, the Great Lakes, interior sections of the Northeast, you're more likely to get that.
0: America's listening to Fox News.
7: Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3. It's a cold one this morning, 39 degrees, mostly sunny skies in Pensacola today. We are just about a month now into Escambia County, activating their Shot Spotter technology in the Mayfair and Montclair neighborhoods. That tech has now led to a quick arrest after a shooting that happened late last week.
0: I think in this situation, uh, the the value of the shot spotter was that we were already en route to the location. And had uh, the shooter been in a vehicle, we might have seen a vehicle that was leaving the scene. In this case, the the shooter, uh, the alleged suspect, was actually just a couple houses down. He didn't leave the scene.
7: Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons talked with Channel 3. 34 year old Tarian Washington was arrested on attempted homicide charges. This shooting happened last Thursday. Investigators say a victim was shot in the lower back. ShotSpotter essentially is a system of microphones that cover about three square miles in the county. Simmons says those sensors were placed, placed based on a heat map of where they see the most gun violence. When a gunshot is detected, deputies are automatically dispatched to the scene whether or not a 911 call is made. So far, more than 20 gunshots have been detected. The city of Pensacola is also working on finishing up an installation of shot spotter in city limits that is expected to be turned on in the next couple of weeks. A kayaker is drowned after an accident in the Blackwater River on Saturday. The Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office says the man suffered a medical emergency while kayaking and flipped over into the water on Saturday. The man never resurfaced, was later found deceased. The Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office, Florida Fish and Wildlife, and local fire departments all assisted with the search. He was found about an hour after going into the water. Volunteers with the community's Caring at Christmas program here in Pensacola were busy over the weekend sorting hundreds of gifts that will go to local kids in need. One couple that volunteers every year talked with the, our friends over at Channel 3.
5: Uh, you know, we moved away five or six years ago, so we still come back every year because what better way to give back to the community that we kind of grew up in and that gave so much to us.
7: That is uh, John Holmes. He and his wife, Shayna were in town volunteering for the event. They say the community has blessed them and it's a good way to give back. And if you would like to make a donation to the uh, the commun- communities caring at Christmas program, you can drop off gifts at uh, any Sandy Sanson car dealership, or Channel Three also has a donation drop off point at their studios on Mobile Highway. It is seven thirty four at News Radio 92.3. two three, and let's go ahead and get a look at our traffic on the fives, on the four and the halves
5: um <laughs> blue angel parkway at nas westgate is backed up to gulf beach highway 87 south from exit 31 off of i-10 all the way to hickory hammock road is down to one lane uh due to uh, uh, asphalt trucks uh, redoing part of the road there mobile highway in front of beulah elementary school is slow with the school zone in effect also uh thank you for your text off the traffic tip line uh, a texture let us know that the light in front of Gulf Breeze High School is out. Uh, it's blinking yellow. So there is a an officer there directing traffic. So that's why the slow go in both directions there. Uh, a little bit down the road, 98 westbound at Tiger Point. The light at Avalon Garcon Point is backing up uh, pretty badly this morning. Uh, And if you're on Gulf Breeze Parkway eastbound, uh, headed out of Navarre, some slowdown getting past Panhandle Trail. This traffic report is brought to you by Frontier Motors, the only dealer Dave Ramsey recommends in Pensacola. Frontier Motors on Beverly Parkway. Call or text your traffic tips, 437 1620. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
0: Good Monday morning. It is a cold start. Waking up in the 30s. Wind chill values near freezing as we go through the day. Not much warming up to do. Mid to upper 50s only for high temperatures here on Monday. With a breeze out of the north, 5 to 10, it will be sunny. Each and every day we'll have high temperatures in the upper 50s to lower 60s and lows in the 40s. Keep that jacket nearby. That's your weather forecast. I'm meteorologist Joseph Neubauer here at WEAR News.
7: And right now it is 39 degrees in Pensacola, 40 in Gulf Breeze, 38 in Milton. Our next news at 8, breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 923.
6: I'm Dom Savino with Your Money Now. Macy's may still be diminished from the highs the department store chain stood at as recently as a decade ago, but between its cultural significance, its real estate, and its products, Macy's is still a desired company, and that's why another takeover offer has come knocking. Two New York-based investment firms have offered $5.8 billion to buy Macy's. That represents a 32% premium from where Macy's stock closed trading last week. Oil prices have fallen for seven straight weeks, their largest decline since 2018, And the price weakness continues this morning amid concerns of an oil oversupply and weaker expected demand next year. The U.S. benchmark, West Texas Intermediate, is down slightly to hover around $71 a barrel. On Wall Street, stock futures are also ticking slightly lower as traders gear up for a busy week, kicking off Tuesday with a new report on consumer inflation. That's your money now. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me this Wednesday at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions this Wednesday at 10.
2: The Pensacola Expert Panel 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 6.
7: Immerse yourself in premium nationwide coverage, contract-free plans, and always-free activation with Consumer Cellular, now at your local Target. While you're there, check out our newest phone, the Iris Flip. It's all the phone and camera you need, plus it features a user-friendly design, making it the perfect flip phone. From now to December 16th, you can score $10 off when you buy the Consumer Cellular Iris Flip at Target, making it only $39.99. Visit your nearest Target for the full scoop.
0: Hi, this is Andrew McKay. Hey everybody, this is Austin Price. Hi, I'm Steve Taylor. This
1: is Joe Ford. Hi, this is David Wayne, and I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas and a
0: Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Also a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year.
1: I just want to wish
7: you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
5: Merry Christmas from my family and from all of us at News Radio 923. From all of us to all of you,
0: Merry Christmas. News Radio 923.
5: One time, one world, two times, one, love, three times. dedicate so you this
4: your You're watching C-SPAN. Later, is Taylor Swift now dating Marco Rubio? But first, testimony from three university presidents on the subject of anti-Semitism on college campuses.
2: you. We're joined today by the heads of three of our most esteemed universities, the president of MIT, Sally Kornbluth. I've never been more afraid to be anywhere. The president of UPenn, Elizabeth McGill. Can I just resign now? Not yet. And the president of Harvard, Dr. Claudine Gay. Thank you. Dr. Gay, would you like to do a quick joke about your name to get it out of the way?
3: I would. Dr. Gay sounds like a molly dealer on Fire Island.
2: <laughs> Thank you.
1: Perfect beginning. A good beginning. SNL sets up the coverage of the anti-Semitism on campus hearings. You, There's ripeness for great material here. These university presidents can be ferociously satirized. It's very easy to write. I mean, you don't even have to be good at writing the transgressors. You can write this. It's, I mean, just it's easy. But they make a completely different decision. Instead of making fun of the university presidents that everybody saw gave those terrible non-answers to the question of whether advocating for genocide on campus violates the student code of uh, policy of, of speaking and conduct, they instead decide to attack the person who made them make the bad news. They decide to attack Elise Stefanik.
2: Now, I'll turn it over to mega-superstar Elise Stefanik from New York, who's been pacing the hallways listening to Lose Yourself by Eminem. Miss <laughs> Stefanik. Thank you, Chairwoman. Now, I'm going to start screaming questions
3: at these women like I'm Billy Eichner. anti <laughs> semitism yay or nay? I'm sorry, what? Yes or no is calling for the genocide of Jews against the Code of well, it depends on the context.
2: <gasps> what? <laughs> that can't be your answer. You pen lady. Same
1: question. Yes or no? Well, we are serious about stopping all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. <laughs> the second
3: one. And my tea lady, chance to steal. And keep in mind, if you don't say yes, you're gonna make me look good, which is really, really hard to do. So I'll ask
2: you straight up. Do you think genocide is bad? Could I submit an answer in writing at a later date?
3: <laughs>
2: Am I winning this hearing? <laughs> Somebody pinch me.
1: <laughs> I just, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe. I mean, I, I guess, I, you know, I should never be surprised by uh, stupidity. But, you know, why? <laughs> you have really excellent material. But instead of criticizing the university presidents for their complete failure to properly respond to questions throughout the hearing, not just Elise Stefan, it's five hours, I've listened to about half of it, it's terrible. They are terrible at this. They just don't get it. And instead of mocking them, which, I mean, they do a little of later, okay? They do a little bit about their DEI and all this stuff later, but mostly they lead with, no, we're going to make fun of Elise Stefanik for asking the question that they can't answer. Now, in case you think, like, in case also you haven't seen the actual clips, in case you haven't watched this hearing, it is long, I just want to play for you the part that got all the attention. This is all the way at the end. This is like 15 minutes before the end of the five-hour hearing, okay? Elise Stefanik in her second round of question. There was stuff earlier. There was lots of stuff throughout. But this was the the big highlight moment where all three university presidents just can't say that calling for genocide is unacceptable on a college campus. This is uh, Sally Kornbluth at MIT.
3: Dr. Kornbluth, yes. does M- at MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment, yes or no? If have targeted at individuals not making public statements. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does have, not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, when calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules. That would be um, investigated as harassment if pervasive and severe.
1: So sometimes calling for the genocide of Jews is bad, and sometimes calling for the genocide of Jews, I, you know an intifada is calling for wiping out of israel wiping out of the jews take up arms globalize the intifada that's what they're calling for okay and oddly that was actually the best answer that was mit sally Co- that, she did the best liz mcgill from penn mm, mm.
3: Ms. mcgill at penn does calling for the genocide of jews violate penn's rules or code of conduct yes or
2: no If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment, yes.
3: I am asking, specifically calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment?
1: This is so easy.
2: If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It can be harassment, yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide? Oh
1: my God.
3: The speech is not harassment? This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm going to give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes.
1: It can be. It depends on the context. You know, calling for genocide is only a problem if you start acting on it. (laughs) What if you start doing genocide? This is unbelievable. Now I know there's a lot of good conversation around this to be had, but I do want to, you know, I want to hear, let you hear the rest of it. The third president from Harvard University, Claudine Gay. We'll play that in just a second. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
5: All right. Well, the map is really starting to light up this morning. Uh, let me get to all of this here. I-10 East, just past West Nine Mile Road, really backed up. Uh, going all the way past detroit boulevard uh blue angel parkway at nes westgate that's cleared up uh 87 south from exit 31 off of i-10 uh, to Hickory Hammock Road is down to one lane due to uh, the asphalt trucks redoing part of the road there. Uh, Mobile Highway in front of Beulah Elementary School, a little slow going with the school zone. Also uh, getting by Gulf Breeze High School um, on Gulf Breeze Parkway, going through proper. It's a little slow in both directions. Uh, a texture said earlier that the light is out in front of Gulf Breeze High, so they do have a cop out there directing traffic. Uh, 98 westbound at Tiger Point, the light at Avalon Garcon Point starting to back up. And uh, eastbound headed towards Navarre on uh, Navarre Parkway, some slowdown. Getting past Panhandle Trail. And I'm just now seeing Pensacola Boulevard at West 10 Mile. uh, Some really slow roll there, stretching about a mile. Uh, there. Uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping, celebrating 40 years in business on the Gulf Coast. Call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. If you see any traffic info out there this morning, 437 1620 call or text. You're listening to News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable.
1: Thanks so much, Jake. Back to the um, the hearings on campus anti Semitism uh, in the House of Representatives. The, I think it was the uh, Higher Education Oversight Committee. I forget, but I think that was the committee. Uh, again, Elise Stefanik to Claudine Gay, uh, the president of Harvard, the third massive fumble at the end of the hearing
3: and dr gay at harvard does calling for the genocide of jews violate harvard's rules of bullying and harassment yes or no it can be depending on the context what's the context targeted as an individual targeted as at an individual it's targeted at jewish students jewish individuals do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric- when it And is it anti con- rhetoric- Antisemitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying, harassment, intimidation, That is actionable conduct and we do take action. So the answer is yes, that calling for the genocide of Jews violates Harvard code of conduct, correct? Again, it depends on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These are unacceptable answers across the board.
1: Just say yes. It's awful. We will not tolerate it. It violates our code of conduct. It is evil, horrid hate speech, and our Jewish students have the right to not be subjected to that on a college campus. Just say that. It takes four seconds. It's so easy. But I'll tell you, I have I have two thoughts on where they go wrong here. One is the light version. One is the more serious one. The light version is that they don't understand the First Amendment. They don't. I Look, you can have a reasonable conversation about what are the limits of, of speech in assemblies or speech uh, by individuals or speech by professors on campus. You can. I mean, and for example, if somebody wanted to say, um, I think that uh, the Palestinians have the right to their own sovereignty. Okay. Uh, somebody might say, um, I, I think that Israel stole the land that they're on. I mean, you're wrong, but you can have that conversation. Okay. But when you start calling for wiping Jews off the map, which is what Inefada means, if you start calling for exterminating the Jews, or even in just the hypothetical that she's presenting, is genocide in the Jews uh, violate? You know, does advocating for that violate your code of conduct? Yes. Yeah, that's no good. You can't do that. Because there are things like fighting words. There are things like incitement to riot, incitement to violence, right? Threatening somebody's life. And see, that's the light versions. They don't understand what the First Amendment limits really are. Because okay? I have said, and I believe that if somebody wants to protest in favor of Gaza, great. If somebody wants to demonstrate in favor of Hamas, not great. Not allowed. you don't get to you don't get to get out there and say no, the terrorists who kill the children rape the women. Those are good guys. Sorry, you're done. There are limits. And I have a really wide berth where these limits get set. The second much more serious problem is, they are anti-Semitic. And they don't even know it. For all the training and implicit bias, for all the training and DEI and wokeness, they don't get how they are anti-Semitic. And I don't mean this in the sense that these three university presidents hate Jews. I, I, I think if you ask them, they'd be horrified at that allegation. The problem is, they don't understand that Jews are just as subject, in fact, even more so, to this kind of hatred and racism and bias and bigotry as other groups that they would eagerly protect from this kind of a environment. If somebody were on campus saying, kill all the blacks, what would they do? Oh, they would clamp down on that right away. If somebody were on campus saying, kill all the gays, what would they do? They would clamp down on that right away. And rightly so. You can't advocate for murder, let alone race-based murder or genocide, and still attend the school and still be permitted on the campus. No, not acceptable. The problem is they don't see that it's in the same category. They've conditioned themselves to learn that somebody who's against women or against gays or against blacks or against Hispanics is evil. And that if they want to be like a white racist, which they don't really tolerate even that, maybe you can accommodate that. But if they want to advocate for doing violence against people on the basis of their race or their gender or their sexual orientation, they know you can't have that on campus. But when it comes to Jews, Jews don't get that same kind of consideration. The one group historically that people have consistently, repeatedly across all kinds of places actually tried to genocide. And they don't see it. That's the anti Semitism. They are unaware of just how awful it is for Jews. And that's their failure. Now, uh, the U gal has already resigned, and rightly so. They're calling for Harvard and MIT. And rightly so. I mean, there's a billboard truck driving around Harvard campus today showing the video calling for the president to resign. And see, just imagine if there were groups on campus chanting, globalize the killing of blacks. And then we had a hearing in Congress. And somebody asked the president of Harvard, let's say, do you think that advocating on campus for globalizing the killing of blacks is acceptable? And they said, well, I mean, it's context dependent. They'd be out. And if a Saturday night satire sketch show made fun of the person who asked the question, you would recognize that they were completely off target. And it's not like SNL can't find the comedy. In later on in the segment, there were several funny bits. But the choosing to attack (laughs) Lee Stefanik for bringing out the incompetence of these university presidents, that is a mind-boggling decision by the writers of SNL. 754 on News Radio 923. Sorry, almost 755 here on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Jake's got traffic on the fives.
5: That's okay. I need a little extra time to get through all this. I 10 East, just past West Nine Mile Road, really, really backed up past Detroit Boulevard. Also, um, 87 South from Exit 31 off of I 10 to Hickory Hammock Road is down to one lane due to some um, road work. They're resurfacing the road. Uh, Mobile Highway in front of Beulah Elementary School, a little slow going with a school zone in effect. Also, getting through Gulf Breeze proper in front of Gulf Breeze High. Um, a texter uh, let us know earlier that the light is out in front of Gulf Breeze High, so they do have an officer out there directing traffic. 98 westbound at Tiger Point. Uh, the light at Avalon Garson Point is starting to back up. Uh, if you're on Gulf Breeze Parkway, eastbound, headed out of Navarre, some slowdown getting past Panhandle Trail. Also, Pensacola Boulevard at west 10 miles, stretching about a mile uh, south there, um, or I'm sorry, east. Uh, very slow moving. And if you're traveling anywhere around HCA Florida West Hospital this morning, uh, East Johnson Avenue starting at University, very slow all the way to Davis. And then uh, if you're going down Davis by Ferry Pass Elementary, it's just really congested in that area. If you have traffic info to report, call or text 437-1620, News radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
1: By the way, just getting a lot of texts in at 437-1620 basically saying, amen. <laughs> you know, they don't get it. Misadvised by their lawyers and rightly so. And uh, I-, I appreciate Appreciate that. You guys are exactly right on this. 756. I'm Andrew McKay.
3: Looking for unique and one-of-a-kind gift ideas this holiday season? Look no further. Prim and Proper, an amazing gift shop nestled in Gulf Breeze Proper, has a wide selection of gifts, custom engraving, and local products. They also have one of the largest selections of coastal Christmas ornaments and decor that you need to see. Prim and Proper has gifts for everyone on your list, including yourself. Prim and Proper is located in your neighborhood Walmart shopping center in Gulf Breeze Proper and online at priminproper.com. Advertising, marketing, digital marketing? These are words you hear a lot about, but what exactly do they mean? How do you get started? Where do you get started? Well, you can start by tuning in to the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning at 1030. Join me, Tasca King. I'll show you how to navigate the changing and fast-growing landscape of digital advertising. This morning at 1030 on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
2: The Pensacola Expert Panel 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
0: Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Thursday at 930. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join him Thursday morning at 930 on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
2: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
0: Get the midday news live with Markley, Van Camp and Robbins, 11 to 2, before Guy Benson, on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable.
3: Just another American who saw too many movies as a child. Another orphan of a bankrupt culture who thinks he's John Wayne, Rambo, Marshall Dillon.
4: I was always kind of partial to Roy Rogers, actually. Really? I really like those sequined shirts. these because Die twice he's gonna find out
1: who's nice. because Die Hard is a christmas movie obviously david wayne is in the newsroom this morning with uh, 20 seconds worth of news sir go ahead
7: ukrainian <laughs> president vladimir zelensky is headed to the white house tomorrow uh, president biden invited zelensky for a meeting to discuss u.s aid for ukraine of course the uh, aid package for ukraine is still stalled in congress
1: Very good. I'm getting a lot of comments about how they probably got advice from their lawyers. And sometimes what you have to do as a leader is just say, yeah, I understand your advice, but uh, I'm in charge here. Every organizational leader has to make choices to tell their lawyers, shut up, we're doing the right thing instead of the thing you're advising me to do, which is what all three of them should have done.
0: Local news every hour and breaking news when it matters most. News Radio 92.3 WNRP, Gulf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.